What's up guys? This is M on the Rocks or E on the R for short. This is episode two and I'm here with my roommate Cassie. Hey guys. <laughs> okay, so we might giggle a little because we're literally sitting in the living room floor <laughs> and we've been isolated for seven, eight, nine days now. Yeah, nine days. Nine well, days. Eight days. Because I have COVID. Woohoo. Okay, so if it sounds a little weird, we both have on masks because my last day of isolation is Friday. Um, so Cassie hasn't tested positive or anything, so we're just trying to be cautious. But anyways, we're first going to talk about just moving um, during a pandemic and kind of how we haven't really gotten the whole Nashville experience because of the pandemic um, and just how we it came about us living together. So I've had roommates and stuff. Cassie's lived with her parents um, her whole life. She hasn't like, she didn't have the college roommate or anything like that. And we kind of both were, well, I talked about this in the last episode, but we both got out of serious relationships and decided that we wanted a, a different setting. So we kind of just decided on Nashville and um, I'm just going to let her talk a little bit about her having a roommate now compared to growing up living at home. Um, like she said, I've lived with my family. And for me, as soon as I moved here, I went right into night shift, which I've never worked night shift either. I've always worked um, days. So I work like at night, almost 13 hours by the time I leave and get back home. But, um... During a pandemic. Yes, during a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Which is a whole different story, I'm sure. Um, but, like, I guess when you're with your family, you, like, don't really consider the other person's feelings or, like, you just argue with your family the way I'm sure most families argue. But when you're with your friend, you're, like, you want to keep it... Cordial. Yeah, and respectful. Like, you, you're you more respectful than you would be with your family, which is also, like, dang, now I regret yelling at my brother for not taking the trash out or unloading the dishes. Because at the end of the day, like, we both want a clean apartment, and we want, like, the trash taken out, but, like, we both have very long schedules, and it's, like, sometimes that's not what's most important, like, just maybe that person needed a self-care day or maybe you just had to sleep in or yeah you because like sleep is very important (laughs) when you're working long hours and like me and Emily are on opposite schedules but her hours are like she leaves when she gets home it's dark when I get home it's when I leave it's dark so it's like we literally just pass by each other halfway half the time like if we're off it's very rare that we're both off for like more than one day together but um I want to talk about how nursing has been during a pandemic like I know being a new nurse in general is really hard um which I don't know because I'm not a nurse but I can imagine because I have a lot of nurse friends but being a nurse in a pandemic how and a new night shift nurse, how, like, mentally do you think it's put a toll on you? 
For sure. So whenever I started at my job, I was told it was going to be med surge medicine. So that's kind of like hard to explain. But like, for me, when I tell people, it's just like a catch all. So like a month into working there, they're like, okay, we're going to go to pulmonary step down. So like, pulmonary is your lungs respiratory system and step down like our patient to nurse ratio is less so I started out having five patients now I only have three because we need to watch them closer so for me alone like I was willing to start out on med surge because I am more of a hands-on learner so I felt like I truly needed to be on the floor to know what was really going on um but now during a pandemic no one truly knows what the next day offers like every day and every day in general as a nurse is different but now during the pandemic like we have to really think about like the other floors and stuff. yeah like we have to take into consideration like all of us are working very very hard and it's I don't know. It's like, like a, a a new thing every day. Like Cassie comes home and she'll be like, well, if we have so many more patients, then we're going to a COVID unit. So like she didn't sign up to come work for a COVID unit or like to be a COVID nurse, but that's just what she's had to learn to do because of the pandemic. So it's like she's coming to a new city, working night shift for the first time and then being thrown on things that she never had to do whenever we were at home. So it's like, I know mentally that would be a, a, a huge thing. Um, and I've never really had, I've struggled with mental health a lot, but I've never really realized how important it was until this past year. And I think um, living with Cassie has really helped me with that too. Um, do you think that being a nurse and like going through nursing school is a a lot of the reason that it like came to your attention. Yeah. Um, so I always like, I feel my emotions deeply. So like, um, my parents got, yeah, we, we can talk about like your childhood and stuff too, if you want to now. Um, okay. I guess my parents getting divorced, obviously that's sad. Like no one wants to see their parents separate but now that I'm older it's like I've dealt with that and stuff but then high school high school's hard for girls <laughs> Cassie's goggles are goggles Cassie's glasses, glasses are, are fogging up um <laughs> wait is it still going yeah um so high school's hard for girls I mean you're going through so many changes and all of that but um, I guess college is when I really came to terms with my emotions. And I I remember I went to the doctors on my own. I hadn't talked to anyone about it. And I like pretty much broke down to the doctor and was like, I can't handle the stress. Like I'm in nursing school. I'm working full time. Um, Plus, you, I, think, I feel like being in an unhealthy relationship probably wasn't. Long distance unhealthy relationship probably wasn't. Yeah, you're just like, you're growing up and everyone's like growing differently at different rates. So you're like, you're young, you're in your 20s. I didn't know how to deal with my emotions because I'm, 
I'm good at feeling things, but I'm not good at expressing how I feel to other people. So she put me on, it's called Lexapro. That's like the generic term for it. And I took it for a little bit. And then I, I remember I sat down with my mom and was like, hey, I'm taking this medicine. I went to see, we went to mute the same doctor, but um, she was like, okay, if that's how you feel, that's going to help you, then I'm okay with it. And for a long time, I just thought taking medicine was bad. Like, pills were bad. Like, you didn't want to rely on taking medicine to feel better. Yeah, I didn't want to, like, say no to drugs. Like, you think you learn all through school, don't take pills. But in the end, it's obviously two completely different things. But you don't know that until you educate yourself. And for that, I'm thankful that I finally said I need help and I got the help that I needed I still think I should go to therapy but that's another yeah um I feel like too like time um, when I can afford it (laughs) therapy's expensive and when we're not in a pandemic because yeah but I feel like um a lot of my friends that did nursing school it took a like a mentally a huge toll on them so I couldn't imagine being in nursing school also dealing with like childhood stuff plus being in a long distance relationship and not the healthiest relationship like yeah I was in my second semester of nursing school when I finally was like I've had enough like either I'm gonna and I was calling into work a lot like I wasn't going to work I was just very upset yeah like physically and mentally drained I was probably drinking more than I should have. I mean, honestly, I was drinking. I was using, I never, I don't do drugs. I'm not a drug person, but I used alcohol to like fill the void. Yeah. Or fill the stress. I think a lot of people too that have mental issues, like always try, the people that haven't seek help, haven't seeked help, try to fill a void with other substances like alcohol or self-medication like with weed or anything in general but I think that that's like a common thing yeah and you're in college and I mean around it all the time yeah and I'm not saying it's bad and you can choose obviously to do what you want but whenever mental health is involved I feel like the medication and seeing a doctor was my best out that was the best outcome for me um did your relationship at the time did they know about you going to see a doctor or like support it um honestly I don't remember I know that um I know that I wasn't very open like obviously I'm like I'm depressed and stuff but I don't think the person I was with truly understood, like, no one really, yeah, and I don't think anyone really does until you go through it, or you see someone that goes through it, but, yeah, and it's hard to, especially where we're from, I feel like mental health isn't, you're not educated on it, at all, at all, and I didn't even, I'm like, oh, that person's just crazy, or that person's lazy, but really, like, when you're truly depressed, and your anxiety, you, like, know you need to do something but you just like feel helpless yeah and you 
like I wanted to get up I wanted to go to work I wanted to do my homework but like your thoughts like overwhelm you and mm-hmm. you don't know how to control it and that medicine really helped me put my thoughts in a line and did my focus did the like whenever the doctor gave you the medicine did they tell you what it would help you do like yeah the doctor was amazing she um she was like your feelings are valid um i was <laughs> Like, I was getting a pap smear, so it was, like, the very worst situation. <laughs> like, I was, like, in the girl's in the, in the pap smear outfit, and I was, like, bawling my eyes out. And it's she was, like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And I'm, like, no. <laughs> First of all, no. With your legs spread open. Yeah. And I'm, a gown with your butt hanging out. I'm not okay. Like, this is the most vulnerable position to be and in. And I feel like that's another reason, because pap smears you're just vulnerable anyways and I just like broke down crying and she was like your feelings are valid um it's a chemical imbalance in your brain like she never once made me feel like I was like there's something wrong with you yeah she was like this is very common for like I was like I'm in nursing school I'm stressed out she was like a lot of people in nursing school are on (laughs) medications which is kind of sad like I feel like that should be talked about more. Um, I do too. Nursing school and mental health, like maybe incorporate um, stress reliefs or yeah. teachers who are very considerate. Um, you would think they would be considerate because of what they they know what we're going through, but uh, you've been on. How long have you been on Lexapro? Um, well, I've. I, they upped my dose. When you moved? Was it when you moved or before that? No, it was like, so second and fourth semester of nursing school were the hardest. So I'm trying to think. I can't really do math right now, but I think I've been on it for almost a year and a half, two years. What is the feeling now compared to before you were on it? So like, like, like everyday life, how do you feel now compared to then? Um, Lexapro is a SSRI, so it's a serotonin, I don't know. It, it equals out all of that stuff in your brain. Yeah, it increases your serotonin in your brain. I hope that's right. <laughs> um, and so my brain wasn't making enough serotonin, which is like your happy chemical. So like I started taking it and I like just felt alive again, which sounds weird, but like I just felt level-headed and I wanted to I did not want to live but like I just wanted to like almost be in like a black dark cave where I wasn't bothered and I wanted like I enjoyed the sunshine again I started running so like you were like very depressed like in other words you were very depressed yeah and nobody wants to admit that but I'll be the first one to admit I wasn't in a good place Um, and I do want to say that I think, like, walking or running really helped me, too. Like, that wouldn't save me. The medicine really, truly helped me. But I started running again. Um, I was a lot nicer to everyone else. Like, I didn't, like, every time my mom would say something to me, I would, like, bite her head off. I was just more calm. Um, I... 
wasn't the nicest to my nursing school friends. Like, I would just snap at them, too. Like, I would just snap at everyone. And it just made me a lot calmer, nicer person. And I used to cry all the time about things, like, just the tiniest things, which crying is great. Like, if that's how you let out your emotions, then cry it out. But, like, I, I would – somebody would – like let the door shut in my face and I would cry and get so angry like the smallest things just set me off and then taking that medicine like I'm a pretty I'm like I would say I'm like kind of a firecracker like I say what I want but yeah (laughs) the medicine has helped me just like take a step back yeah before responding I guess yeah second second guess my sometimes I still say it but it's helped me chill out a lot which Cassie's like very good at reading people which I am too but I think I give people more chances than they they deserve and I'm sure Cassie would say that too Mm -hmm. um I agree (laughs) and she's better at just like if you screw her over then like she does not give you the time of day or like she I don't know she's just I'm just very too forgiving honestly and I know that about myself I don't really know why I'm that way but um, I think that also has to do with the way I grew up too like I have great parents but I, I mean no one's perfect and I think I saw a lot of things like being forgiven or looked over that really a normal relationship probably, <laughs> probably isn't the best thing you should see growing up but no shade mom and dad I know you're listening Forgiveness is good, though, and I think that's what me and Emily can, like, give and take from each other. Like, I should be a more forgiving person because, I mean, people make mistakes, and but I know. But I think, I think your childhood is the reason you react that way, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> My mom. Love you, Mom, but she holds grudges sometimes, and I think. Yeah, mine, too. I think but, that's normal. It's generation to generation. It is. And that's, like, I've learned. It's so weird because me and Cassie are both 24, and it's taking me this long to realize that the things that I saw growing up were, like, even just past relationships, how much they take a toll on who you are as a person and how you, like, just in general deal with situations, like, relationships now are just I don't know like everything you just learn from what you see yeah and like what what you've been through and that's why I think we're at a really healthy spot of not really caring about being in a serious relationship or like a lot of our friends are very serious with people or married or engaged or have babies and it's like at in our hometown, that's normal and very popular, but in Nashville, like, 30 is the age to usually, like, start getting married and starting a family, so it's just weird having to, I think that's another thing, too, like, timeline, like, mentally, like, we just think we're so behind, but really, it's, like, no one's timeline but your own. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, um, So, you said running and walking, just, like, being active. What else do you think, like, helped cope with just, like, the beginning of getting out of depression? Um, I think... 
Well, were you, did you get out of your relationship whenever you started the medicine or was it after? I was on it throughout the relationship. And I think, um, like everyone makes mistakes and everyone's, um, growing. I feel like my past relationship, we were just, um, very. And I feel like you guys were just in two different spots at the time. Um, it wasn't, I don't want to throw him under the bus because he truly is a great person. Like, he's a nice person. He's funny. He's great with kids. But, like, we were just too toxic for each other. Like, we were not meant to be. We, I was not who, someone I'm proud of. Like, I was becoming a very jealous person. And that's just not, you never want to turn into that person. Mm-hmm. But, um. We were just growing apart, and I think neither of us were willing to, like, just give that up. But I think... And y'all were together for, what, two? I think three years. Three years on and off. Three and a half years. I don't know at this point. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think, honestly, I don't regret anything, but, like, going back, your mind... You're mentally, I, I'm, I don't think I was just mentally ready for a relationship. Like, um, like we were, I mean, I feel like me a year ago, I'm a lot more mature now just from a year ago. So I can only imagine like me in high school relationships, like how immature I was because I've grown so much in just a year. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like you just look back and you're like. You're thankful for the good times and you're thankful for the bad because it's a lesson learned. Yeah. And you can grow from that and move on. Yep. And know exactly what you don't want or want Mm -hmm. in someone. So, you said running and just staying active. And then, do you think, like, cutting friendships out of your life, too? Like, toxic friendships or, like, what else do you think happened after you felt less depressed? Um, being, I mean, being honest with myself and just being open about it to people like, um, yeah. Cause, okay. So Cassie, I never, we were really close this <laughs> time, I guess, I guess we started last becoming year. friends last year. Yeah. Yeah. This time. Like at the end of college. Cause we both graduated together, but like, I never knew <clears throat> that her relationship was the way it was or that she was depressed, like, she did not put it off that way, so when she told me all of this, it was, like, surprising to me, because you were very, like, I don't know, you know what I mean, like, everyone seems happy on social media, which that's normal, but, like, you're sad, too, though, like, I don't want to talk about it, yeah, and I also just couldn't imagine someone feeling the way that I did, like, it would, no matter who you are, like, it would literally break my heart to know that somebody, and it, I mean, it's true, people feel way worse than I did, and, but you don't know that, like, you know, like, yours, everyone's feelings matter, but, like, I would never want the people, I wouldn't want my feelings to affect the people around me, yeah, so you just didn't talk about it, yeah, but just being honest and open, because I feel like, not that you need to just, like, be open with whoever, but, like, just being open around your friends and letting them know how you're feeling, I think, helps a lot because they're probably, I mean, they're your friends, so they're going to be, if they're your true friends, they're going to be 
accepting and like loving yeah. and willing to listen. After you got on medication and felt like you were feeling better, did your parents support it? How did they feel? Yeah, I think my mom was mainly just worried, like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Not, like, that sounds bad, but, like... um She was sad because you hadn't ever talked to her about it, so... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> me and my dad have our own relationship. We all, Me and my sister always joke, we know he's gonna... He has some... He always texts us and says, hey, dear. And, like, just that simple thing, like, it's two words but it means the most to me because like I just me and my dad I feel like I'm really close with him we like we cannot talk but I still know like at any moment in time I can call him and um he's there but yeah he um I I told him and he was just like okay well if that's how you if that's what you need then well I'm here for it my mom like I feel like she was just really upset like why didn't you come to me but now she'll text me and be like, how are, or call me, and she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. She's like, no, but how is your, like, mental health? Like, do you feel okay? Like, are you doing okay? Are you sad? Are you happy? And that's, and like, I'm not thankful. stuff, like, she asked before. Either. Yeah, and I'm thankful for that because, like, she's recognizing that, um, she's asking me, like, the the question like are you okay like she's not like oh, okay and just brushing it off she's like are you happy are you sad like tell me how you're really feeling and I'm and that's another reason why opening up is a positive thing to cope with it <clears throat> because people know how to respond yeah or will um, try to respond the best you, way they know how do you think that like dating has been easier or harder now that well, obviously, it's kind of hard to date right now anyways for us, but <laughs> during a pandemic, but um, we've had our fair share of dates anyways. Um, do you think it's easier, not easier, but how do you think it's a different kind of feeling now that you know why you felt that way for so long? Or, like, do you think that had an effect on your relationships in the past? Yeah, I mean, um, my self-confidence just... How I feel about myself really, I think, influences, like, who you allow in your life. Like, if you're not confident in who you are, you're going to let people talk down to you. And, um... Just to make you feel good in any way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely there at that point in my last relationship. When you're upset, like, compliments help. But, like, now I'm clear-minded. Like, some days, of course, are hard. Like, not every day is perfect, but, like... I'm clear-minded. I'm not 100% sure of myself, but, like, I'm pretty confident I'm, like, in, in the are. best place I've been ever. Like, yeah. I, um, I'm confident in who I am. I'm kind of full of myself now, I feel like. At, but at that's a, point, a good thing. Yeah, like, at a point, I don't, like, I've been on dates and stuff, but, like, it's not my top priority. Like, I'm just getting to know people and like what I like about people and what I don't like and how they're annoying and And like how they make you feel about yourself yeah and also like we we've had our fair share of um experiences with people since we've lived together and 
I think we both just know who is healthy to surround ourselves with because we've had the opposite where, like, Cassie could probably meet someone that I talk to in a week and be like, yeah, that's not going to work. And I could probably do the same with her because of how unhealthy we act or seem after we hang out with those people, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. How much we consume ourselves into their energy. Yeah, because... I don't know. It really is all about who you surround yourself with, I think. Okay, so another thing I wanted to talk about while I have Cassie on here. By the way, this was supposed to be released, what, last Thursday or two Thursdays ago? Uh, Around Thanksgiving. Yeah, so like I got COVID and that just wasn't happening. Um, I just have no energy, but we're getting back to it. Um, but I wanted to talk about the stories that Cassie comes home and tells me. I know she, like, you can't talk about who it is or anything, obviously, and she hasn't told me that part, but she tells me funny nurse stories, and, um, I think daily about how being a nurse and a teacher is a gift from God because I would be absolute... (laughs) absolutely crazy if I saw the stuff that she does. So I'm going to like ask her a couple of the funniest things that she's seen while being a nurse. So what's like the first thing that comes to your head? Honestly, just like one of the top things is just the names that I'm called. (laughs) And like, I remember, um, a patient poked my belly once and was like, (laughs) baby and I was like no obviously no and he was like you like pork and I was like no and he was like yeah you do (laughs) and poked my belly again and I'm like I said no I just like carbs buddy like leave me alone like we just drink beer sometimes okay like he definitely called me out for my little gut hanging over my scrubs but um I guess like um, and the nurses I work with, like, don't make fun of me, but they're like, you always get the most, like, how do I say this? Like, creative patience. <laughs> it's, like, just very interesting. Um, I think when I was in training, one of the first people I had, um, he, we would hear, like, water like water faucet and it wasn't water like there's urine going all over the floor and it's like it's just crazy to think like working knots there's people up at 3 a.m saying and and doing doing the stuff and it's like Cassie will come in I'll be getting ready for work at 8 a.m or like 9 a.m and Cassie will come in and just tell me these outrageous stories and I just look at her in a blank stare because I'm just like how the hell do you see this stuff every single day and still want to go back to work and do it all over again? I'm like, God really does make people a nurse and teachers. Cause if I saw kids doing that stuff, I would just like mentally laugh. Like I would laugh at everything. If I was a nurse, I need to start um, keeping a journal to remember the things that people say or do, because I really, I wish that I could, remember names that I'm called like I'm just called so many things that I oh my gosh tell about the porn story 
oh, I walked in a patient's room. Nothing's on. It's like 3 a.m. And he's like, I'm watching porn. Ha! <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not. He's like, dirty videos. <laughs> it's just like the things that people come up with they're saying. It's just like, like, I like. And we're not making fun of them at all. Like, this is not no. us making fun. This is literally just me saying, I don't know how Cassie goes just, to work every single day and does this every single it's day. It's like, how do you, what, you just, I'm. I don't know. Like, there's just no, absolutely no explanation. But that's why I go to work. And that's why I love my job. Like, the different creative people that I see and take care of, I, I'm i just truly thankful for the life that I have, honestly. Because, <laughs> wow. Every day is a new day. And that... She sees something different all the time. Something I'm very thankful for. Because, like, I get bored easy so just going there and you never know what you're gonna expect or what's gonna be thrown at you literally so (laughs) even if it's shit (laughs) or getting spit on or getting cussed out bodily fluids thrown on you it's great it's an amazing job and I wouldn't trade it for the world (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go on to question and answer because I think we're like close to an hour, which was a lot easier to do with someone here with me instead of me by myself. But um, I have a few questions that I want to ask at the end of each podcast when I have people on. And my first one is, what is your biggest insecurity? It can Um. be physically anything. I guess mine is, like, I'm always consciously overthinking. I I mean, I don't know how to incorporate that into an insecurity, but I'm always, like, just thinking, like, what's next. Yeah, like, unsure. Yeah. Um, Or I guess, like, one that I can put into words is, like, obviously my little belly. (laughs) My little... um, Duke is giving her sad eyes right now because he thinks she's crazy. Oh. Go on. Um, I don't know. I I have a lot like everyone else, but I guess mine is just like always overthinking like what if instead of just living in the moment. I wish I could do more of that, which I'm working on. Okay, what is the first thing you look at in a guy or look for in a guy? Like, it can be... Okay, first, let's do physical. Physically. Honestly, the first thing I look out on someone is their um, teeth. Like... Their smile. Or... Their teeth. <laughs> Just their teeth. Do you brush your teeth? Do you have your teeth? <laughs> hey, hockey players don't have all their teeth, and I am okay with that. Um... Catch us with a Predators player, period. <laughs> Thank you, God. JK. Kind of. But, okay. yeah, okay, other, than phys- other than physically, what do you look for in a guy? Um, I know they say, like, how they treat your their mom or whatever, but, like, I feel like someone who has a good relationship <laughs> with their mom, Emily looked at me funny. Because okay. mama's boys can be something. Okay, um, I guess, honestly, if they're funny, like, I'm a big personality person, and, like, 
if you can keep me laughing, like, you've probably won me over. Yeah, for sure. And if you're probably, like, a little wild. <laughs> yeah, I agree with the personality. I think... Yeah, when what I was, about you? When I was younger, definitely um, looks mattered more, I think, because I was more... I hadn't learned that looks don't last forever. Duke is wanting to be in the podcast so bad. Um, but I think I'm more about, like, energies, which it sounds so, like, energies. Like, witch shit. But it's not. It's We're more witches. like... We are witches. But it's more like how you vibe with someone. I think that's what I'm more into lately. And if it's, like, comfortable, I guess. Yeah, the older I get, the more I'm just, like... Was that forced or not forced? Are you funny? And do you have a good job that... (laughs) Do you have a job? (laughs) Do you have a job at all? (laughs) Or are you living at home doing nothing? No offense to you living at home. Yeah, if you still live at home, like, I would probably still be at home if I didn't move to Nashville. But, like... (laughs) I need someone... That has drive. I think drive is a big one. Goals, ambition. Because I have a lot of goals. I guess I don't really... I need someone that already knows what they want out of life. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't help you find that. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. We can't... We can't do that for you anymore, boys. Okay, so what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Libra to the core. (laughs) I'm, like, um, boy crazy, like, flirtatious. <laughs> My mom said I've always been boy crazy. I don't know why. Um, Wait, what do you mean by that? Like, ever since I was little. Like, in first grade, I was talking about getting married. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, Mom, he's so hot. Like, what? At eight years old. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she is. And I've never really been around Libras, except for my older brother. Which makes so much sense because they're be- both very, like, flirtatious people, I guess. Not flirtatious, but, like, friendly, I guess. I don't know. Flirtatious. Yeah, flirtatious people. Um, friendly. Friendly. Okay, one thing that you want to do before you die. Like, you're, like, if you had to make one wish before you die, what would it be? skydiving really yeah out of it like not like those in gatlinburg no in the, like out inside. of the airplane yeah and i kind of want to like if i'm gonna just like die the next day do it myself like i want to learn how to do it really mm-hmm. i've never thought of it that way like because obviously i need someone to jump with me at first probably like two people just to make sure i get <laughs> off that plane but i would love to just do it myself okay the last question is your favorite drink of choice since we're on the m m on the rocks podcast i guess my favorite um oh duke (laughs) my favorite redneck drink would probably be like crown and mountain dew oh god that's some bristol shit right there um Bristol races. But I like, like, um, I don't know. Hmm. She likes beer, too. Ooh, I got Cassie to like Sierra Nevada beer. Yeah, I guess that's one of my favorite. 
And you it like tastes, Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Wow, I sound like a lush. <laughs> We're so fancy. Um, yeah. Sierra Nevada is amazing. Just like the taste is so good. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that wraps up episode number two with Cassie. I am so glad that you all tuned in and I apologize for the lateness of this episode um, and also for my dog being loud in the background, but we will see you next week.